Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Thomas Tickets. In this episode, we're going to talk about how much you should charge for content. So a brand reaches out to you and they say, hey, we want you to make something for us, whether it's on your channel or their channel. We want that deliverable and we want to use it in some way to sell our product. And you want to know how much you should price for that. Everyone's situation is different. I can't tell you for sure what you should charge, but I can tell you what you shouldn't charge. So I've been on teams at companies that have spent over, I'd say, uh, you know, or in like creative roles, consulting situations, one-off projects, uh, from, from the music industry to consulting to working at a brand where we've spent probably between 1 million to 5 million on creative roles. Now it's not my money, but I was part of the decision-making process for who we should work with and how we should work with them. And then sometimes part of the negotiation process. And I just, I know for sure as in this situation where someone reaches out to you, a brand reaches out to you, and they say, we want you specifically to make a video for us, for our channel. I know for sure that you should not charge less than $500, especially if you are good on camera and you know you're good on camera. You, the asset that that is for the brand, people that do like, uh, like a video project, when they hire models or talent, they're charging $500 to 3000 just to show up, to, to use their likeness to sell their product. So a brand reaches out to you, whether it's on your channel or it's UGC. And, and UGC, let's talk about UGC for a second. UGC is not UGC. UGC stands for user-generated content. I don't know why brands are calling it UGC because it's not UGC. UGC is like when a fan, like someone makes something and then you reach out to them and say, hey, can we use that video? But you're making a video for them. Let's just say that. You are making, you're, you're a freelance creative team <laughs> that is making a video. It is not UGC. We need to call it something different because UGC downplays it and probably is why people can uh, get away with paying less for it. But let's make it very clear. If someone's using your image and likeness, you are writing it, you're coming up with the idea, you're filming it, you're on camera, you're performing it, you are editing it, and then you're letting the brand use it for a year to sell products, you're not charging $500 for that. <laughs> and I'm going to, and this is a quote from Blair Ends from the book. I think it's called Win Without Pitching. It's a pricing manifesto for creatives. And he has this quote, the client can smell neediness and they're repulsed by it. Pricing low is a, a a form of neediness in my opinion <laughs> it's saying like i i just want to get this i just want to win this what i'm saying is you're you set your floor at i mean it should be higher than 500 um but i get some situations but charging more actually is a sign that you are not needy that there's you got plenty of opportunities and that's actually attractive to brands to people that are cutting checks i promise you it's like oh they know what they're worth they have a full schedule they understand the opportunity cost of making this always know that there's a way of communicating your price there's a way of coming in you know sometimes i, I i've worked with people where they say hey this is what we normally this, this is actually a good frame for this if you you come in high and you say hey this is what i normally price my work for but we're excited about this relationship. Let us know how this fits into the budget. So it's showing, hey, I want to work with you, but this is what 
I would typically get paid. This is what I would like. And then as the person that is that is paying for this is like in my position, I've realized they they don't want to look like they're looking for discounts. They they want to look like they're in a power position themselves and they want to pay what you're worth. The framing of your your higher rate is everything. So it shows that I want to work with you and you might come down to a lower rate because you value the relationship. I've I've seen situations where people have done that and they came in at a lower rate and as they built that relationship and as the company got more resources, they were able to charge I, and this is from a, a friend's experience, I'd say 225. So 25x. 25x than what they originally started because they saw the value in that. Like if you can see potential of a relationship and you really see it and you trust the people that you're working with, there are caveats to charging less than 500. But for the most part, for your time just to show up, one, after taxes, it's 350. Then after the briefing call with the brand, that's an hour of your time or whatever, you know, scheduling it, setting up, you know, make, making room for it in, in, in your in your calendar. That's an hour. So that's down to two two fifty. Then uh, concepting that's down to another hour of your time. That's down to one fifty. <laughs> By the time you film it, you're losing money. <laughs> so that's a place to start. You have your own content. I assume you have your own channels. Start acting as if you're paying yourself. $500 to make your own content. So every video, you're the client and you're paying yourself $500. That's the time from writing, concepting, filming, editing, publishing, all of everything from, from idea to publish that goes into that. Your rate for your own content is 500. So someone needs to match that or better for the opportunity cost of going and making content for someone else. And I've done some projects for quick cash <laughs> that were less than it, the rate that I should have charged. And I, so I get, I get that there's moments and especially for the first couple of projects where you're figuring it out, you're figuring out how to the dance of the communication between the, the company and, and the idea and actually executing it for them. You're figuring out the game uh, in that process. There are no rules, just, that's actually an important thing to note. There are no rules. So take my rules and apply them however you want because there are no rules. That's the other thing I've realized. There's uh, Every company is different. Uh, they value certain creators very differently depending on like the niche, the lane, the deliverable, the turnaround time, the rush fee, the the amount of edits that goes into it. There, there, it, there, it seems very inconsistent across the board. So you got to kind of create your own rules. So that's why I'm starting with the one, don't charge, don't charge less than 500. It's insane to me. It's an insane concept. But yes, there are moments where you'll experiment and I needed quick cash. I remember a, a specific moment and I just did a video. I didn't I don't even think I looked at the contract. I just was like, I, I like, I said one number and they were like, let's meet halfway. And I was like, fine, let's do it. Cause I, I needed quick cash. And then I, I remember a friend, she, she, uh, I told her how much I charged and she was like, I would have charged. If I was talking to you, I would have, I think you could have got four, four X times that. It's sort of like the other night I was playing pickleball and this dude told me that my serve was trash. And he said it very matter of factly. He said it in a way that I appreciated. He said, your serve is trash. So guess what I'm working on now? My serve, because my serve is trash. But he made it very clear that I'm walking around at this pickleball club with a trash ass serve. <laughs> and, and how embarrassing is that? 
You don't want to be that guy. That's the friend I'm trying to be. Matter of factly saying, don't charge less than 500. If you're, if if you have questions around, like I don't, I'm thinking about like a a, a product or something, a training. I don't know if it's going to be free or paid or like I don't know, something that is going to help creators navigate those first 10 brand deals or so. Like like when you're charging between, I'd say like. 500 to 300 a brand deal whether it's on your page or their page i'm figuring out something so if you have questions and you, and you kind of price within that range uh and you've gotten some opportunities within that range brands have reached out to you dm me at, at bonus footage on instagram i would love to like i would love to kind of see some of the pain points and like questions around this subject that you have so let, let, let's let's continue to to lean in on this this 500 dollar thing so 500 first off if you're good on camera it's 500 dollars just for your face just for your face to be on that boom and then it's 500 dollars for the creative fee so we're actually at a thousand dollars you know that that's the that's how i think about it if your face is if they're using your face 500 dollars that's the fee and then it's the creative fee like me coming up with the idea that's another 500 dollars. and the one thing i've realized is that pricing confidence is largely tied to just confidence in general and one of my favorite ways to develop confidence is from benjamin hardy and he and he talks about highlighting the wins so so often we see what we're doing wrong because people call that out because that those types of things are the most memorable uh and so our brain just becomes hyper fixated on all the things we're doing wrong and we forget the we forget the wins. So he has this this uh this routine where he just highlights every single morning three wins from the previous day. Just highlight three wins. Three things that you did. It can be little. It can be like I went for a walk. I had a good conversation with a stranger. Uh I reached out to three brands. I connected with two creators and set up calls for them to learn more about like just like little actions where you can highlight it we're moving you forward in some way especially creative people we're more sensitive than other people so we get highly fixated on the things we're doing wrong but i think confidence comes from highlighting the things you're actually doing right allowing yourself to like have a moment where you you feel good about yourself and and consciously doing that and i think any moment where you can highlight that helps contribute to a feeling of confidence so as you become more confident pricing you start to you start to learn how to price more confidently and maybe you know obviously there's a lot of projects that are coming to your table take some of these ideas and experiment with one of them don't do maybe five. Be like, hey, I'm going to do whatever I want for like, you know, three to five of these. But for one out of every five, I'm going to listen to Tom, Tomas Tickets, that is, and I'm going to put these in action. And then just test them and see if they work for you. Again, the main thing here is relationships over transactions. One great relationship at an agency, one great relationship that is sort of the plug for brand deals or, or brand opportunities is more important trying to get an extra $100, $200. Build relationships with these key players. And a big mistake that I see is people are trying to build relationships with people at brands. Well, a brand is just a brand, and I talked about this on the previous episode. A brand is just like, that's that's one brand. That's one opportunity. But most brands with actually lucrative brand deal opportunities are going to agencies. So they give a pool of money to the agency and they say, hey, spend this <laughs> but that agency has five to 20 relationships with brands so if you spend time this week 
looking up these agencies, these influencer agencies, these creator agencies, look them up and just say, hey, can I hop on a call with you? I want to learn more about uh, the, the types of brands you work with, what, uh, what types of projects you're you're what types of projects you're, you're hiring creators for, how I can help you get wins. If I'm not a good fit, maybe I can help you find some other people. One of the best ways to build a relationship is to help other people build relationships. So you don't need to know everything, but maybe you can say, hey, I know that you have this agency. You know, Maybe I'm not a good fit, but I can connect you with three, three creators if, if you'd like to let me know. So everyone wins. The creators are happy. You connected them. The agency is happy. And that's a foundation to build a relationship on. And in the future, you say, hey, here's some of my work. If you ever need to work with a creator like me, uh, please let me know. Now it's not a cold relationship. It's a warm relationship. You show that you understand this space. You show that you have relationships and connections. You show that you can bring value to them in some way. They will keep you top of mind for future projects. I'm, I might say this in every episode, relationships over transactions. Another point, it's not you versus the brand. I see a lot of these platforms, a lot of people, a lot of creators like super outspoken talking about like how this brand didn't pay me enough or how, how this brand was a was an awful working experience. Guess what? If you're talking about that stuff and someone reaches out to you to work with you and then they see you doing that, they're not going to want to work with you. I promise you that. <laughs> Do not talk poorly about brands. And here's the other thing I've realized. You're not usually working with the brand. It's like, uh, first off, a brand is just a name. You're, and all, uh, one, two, there's such high turnover rate at these brands. You know, maybe you worked with someone lower in the company and they weren't a great experience and they didn't do their job right. But like, there's like a whole team involved. It doesn't mean the whole entire company is difficult or awful to work with. The other thing is it's usually an agency. So you're working through an agency that is working through the brand that then the, the brand has to report to the leadership. Like there's a there's like so many people involved that it, these are just individuals. It's usually not there. If you're getting no small companies is throwing a lot of money at creators. So usually it's a bigger company that there's just a lot of people involved and they're they're just people at jobs. It's not their money. They're just like they're just like trying to do their best. And it, it, honestly, usually in my experience, if working with them was difficult or challenging, what I find is the people you're communicating with, they have so many expectations and, and jobs within this company that there's just so much on their plate that they haven't done a good job executing on, it, on, on this relationship. Like, that's what I see. Like, if any time I'm, like, short with a, a creative person or I'm not, like, um, the best, like, I'm a... I like I am pro creator. I am pro creative always. And sometimes I'll like look at emails that I send and I'm like, oh, I was kind of a I was kind of like an maybe a little bit of an ass in that one. And it's not because I uh I am an ass. I don't think I'm an ass. I think most people would say I'm not an ass. It's like like I'm just trying to do so much and I'm just trying to get the point across. And but I realize on the creator's end or the creative's end, um, that's it might have been frustrating to work with me, but I like that's not what my intentions were. It's not you versus the brand. This is a collaborative thing. We're working together. It's not transactional. It's not a vending machine. It's saying, hey, how can we come together? I have this this value add that I can bring to you. You have this value add that can you can bring to me uh, in the form of money, in the form of credibility, working with a brand of your stature. Now let's see how we can collaborate and make something really fun together it's not 
I don't know. I, I, I feel like I see so, the, the mindset of vitriol, of, of like creators attacking brands, thinking, oh, it's this big company. They have all this money. Yeah. You have all these company, all this money within different apartments, within different levels in all of those departments that there's only certain allotted for each of those departments. And they're all doing multiple projects at the same time. And uh, it, it, like they're also it's also like a, a very new space. Like I know like it's like influencer marketing has been around like 10 years or creator marketing and it with new platforms, with new forms of media, like it keeps changing too. And people in these companies, they move up, they, they go to different companies, they go into different roles. So like the people that you're probably working with, they've only been in the space for about a year. So we're all figuring this out. So it's not you versus the brand. Let's figure out how to, let's figure out a way to make this more collaborative and, and just say, Hey, we're on the same squad. We're going to figure this out. Let's learn and experiment together. The other one is when you're pricing too, it's just, no, it's not the, it's like not the person's money that's paying you. They're not <laughs> like, like, it's not coming out of their pocket. So, uh, it, it, like, I think that's how a lot of creators price. They're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to charge. Mo-. It's not, it's not their money. It's the company's money. <laughs> like they'll tell you, you know, it, they'll tell you straight up like, Hey, that's not in the budget. Uh, this is what's in the budget. I, I think probably get to that point as quick as possible. You don't want to lead with that. Uh, learn more about the project uh, and then say, hey, what did you have in mind for the budget for this? Uh, because it's not their money. So don't feel bad about them paying you a lot, especially if you're good on camera. <laughs> if, you're good on ca- if you're good on camera and you're charging 500 a video, I, I will fight you. I am so mad at you right now. So the, the next one is um, let's talk about cold pitching. Cold pitching, I mean, this this podcast has been all over the place. I I apologize. I'm kind of bopping around. But cold pitching, I see a lot of people talking about cold pitching, and cold pitching can work. Cold pitching absolutely can work. This is the question, though. At what opportunity cost? So you can spend, you know, like the way I would do it is maybe, maybe, block off one hour a week to just send out some emails, some cold emails to agencies and start to build relationships. But cold pitching, like, here's my rate sheet. Here's my media kit. Work with me. I think in a lot, in a lot of ways, it can come off a bit needy. Why are you cold pitching? Two, if, you, if the brand, so usually if a brand reaches out to you, they spend a lot of time looking for creators for this project. And then sent those creators to the brand to approve. Then they have this list of approved creators. A lot of work has gone into already getting you on the roster. Once they reach out, they don't want to spend more time looking for other creators. They really want to work with you. So you have a lot, you have way more leverage than if you reach out. Sending cold emails to build relationships is fine. Cold pitching, I don't think it makes that much sense. Because usually working with creators is so campaign specific. And I think it's cool to, for sending out a cold email to get on their radar and say, hey, like when you have these projects come up in the future, this is my style of content. This is what these are examples. You know, a quick bulleted email that like I can forward on to other people that is like super succinct and specific about what it is you bring to the table. That's fine. But don't expect them to say, yes, <laughs> let's hire you because they need to like have an active campaign that makes sense for you uh, to the, like. I mean, that's uh, that's actually just it. 
they need to have a campaign that actually makes sense for you at the moment. Uh, but to get on their radar and say maybe setting up a quick call, learning about them, being super polite, following up maybe once a month, that's fine. That's fine. But cold pitching, saying this is my rate. This is this is like I don't know. Like I'm just kind of against that. I think it looks a little needy. I think that there's a just a lot more ways that you could spend your time like making great content and in that content having a clear positioning of the industry and your expertise and the things that you care about and your style of content being established so that when people that pay for pay for content see it they're like oh my gosh this would make perfect sense for us then they reach out to you then you have more leverage in that relationship to charge three five x than if you were to reach out and just say this is my rate this is this is the type of video i can make for you uh let's work today you know nah i don't get that out of here get that out of here that looks needy to me i i think it's much i think spending time creating great content creating clear positioning for who you make content for and showing how good you are at camera on camera and storytelling is better time spent than uh, more than an hour a week of cold emails <laughs> like you do what you do great build relationships carve out one to two hours a week to build relationships but spending i don't know 50 percent of your time cold pitching uh i don't think makes entire sense to me unless you want to be like a i should have said this at the beginning i see this this is for people that like don't want to make brand deals their career like every single vid like all of your income is working with brands in these videos. I think this can be incredible complimentary income, getting an extra 1500 to 4500 a month for making one to three videos. I think that's a fantastic uh, compliment to the content that you're making. Some people want this to be like their main thing and just crank these out. Th this probably isn't really for them. Those types of people might wanna be doing more cold outreach Again, I, I still don't – I'm just, I'm just – like I don't think I've ever worked with someone that did cold outreach. <laughs> it's always through like a warm contact uh, and like and, and, and like having a relationship with someone or – I don't think I've ever paid someone that did cold outreach to me. I don't – there's something from a brand perspective that like it just feels like, hey, why are you, why are you reaching out to people? You like, like there's something needy about it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh Maybe it's that they're just not good at doing cold outreach, but I'm trying to think like I, I think most of the time it's like brand has a specific idea for honestly, a lot of the people that I've hired, it's just through like search on the platforms. I don't like using websites to find creators. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just old school with that. Um, I just think like I want to know who's talking about this this thing. Who's in this space that's already respected? Who who's a good storyteller and who I can envision working with this product? That's why one of the best ways to get brand deals is to talk about the things that you already use, because then that person can envision, even if it's not the thing that they're selling, what it looks like when you make a video around the product, and then they they can use that asset to show to other people that are maybe responsible for the budget and saying, hey, we gotta work with this person. Look how they've incorporated this product 
organically into their video. That, was a, that episode was way longer than I wanted it to be. Bottom line, I say all that to say, don't charge less than 500 per video. Your face alone is $500. Again, if a brand has hit you up and said, yo, I wanna work with you, I wanna pay you, I wanna pay you for this thing, let me know. Ask me questions at bonus footage DMs. I wanna help you navigate when brands reach out to you. One of three questions you have around this, I can tell you now, with no context of what you're doing, start at $500 and then go up from there. All right, share this episode with a creator friend. That would make my day. Uh, and put the camera on your face. Stop playing, start playing.